Welcome to Speaking of Grace, the weekly message podcast from the Whole Life Church in Orlando, Florida. We're a multi-ethnic, multicultural, and multi-generational congregation committed to our mission of loving people into a lifelong friendship with God. We are committed to our vision of being a church without walls, fully engaged in serving the people of our community. Thank you for joining us as we continue Speaking of Grace. family. Jesus, that's where we want to start our year. It's where we want to end our year. Right? So let's do it. Let's do it. Today, uh, well, I have to tell you, I got my start preaching. Uh, the first sermon I ever did was when I was 16 years old. It was because the, uh, the pastor of the church where I was at um, let me do a co-sermon with him. And uh, today I thought I'd like you to do a co-sermon with me. I know there's some of you that are freaking out right now. Is he gonna, who's he going to pick? I'm going to pick somebody rant. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that to you. It's okay. Stay where you're at. Um, but what I am going to ask you to do is I really would like you to do a co-sermon with me today. I want to share with you what I've gotten, some of the things I've gotten out of this year. And I'd like you to be thinking about how you've seen Jesus arise this year. Our theme for this year has been Arise. And I want you to be thinking about, because at at, when I'm done with my little portion, I'm going to ask you to share how you've seen Jesus arise this year. How has Jesus asked you to arise this year? How have you been challenged? And so that's what we're going to do. But if you remember all the way back to the beginning of this year, you'll remember that we have a theme verse for this year. And it's, it's found in Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 through 7. And this is my paraphrase of those verses. And as I read them, I want you to think to yourself, have these verses been true this year? In other words, if this is prophecy. Is, were these verses true for us at whole life this year? Arise, shine, and let everyone see the light you're reflecting because Jesus' glory is shining on you. Everywhere else in the world, there's darkness, but not so with you. Everyone, including important and influential people, will come to you and see, admire, and understand the light you are reflecting. Everyone, including our long-lost children, is coming home. You will be ecstatic with joy as the riches of the world are laid at your feet. And people from all over, the, all over worship God with you. They'll bring just the right offerings. And I will make my place of worship glorious. You know, sometimes when we hear that, my place of, our, my place of worship, we, we tend to make it a building. But you do understand, as we've said a couple times here, we, you and me, we are the church. So as God made himself glorious in you and me and us this year, I want to share for you one of the things that, there's so many powerful things that happened this year. But I want to share with you probably the one that, that, that hit me the hardest. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, as I hope I always am. (laughs) Working with um, 
the unsheltered population is not my comfort place. Um, just to be straight with you. It's not where I feel like, oh yeah, let's go do this part of ministry. Um, I don't know if it's because I, I, I haven't necessarily been in that place and so I don't relate as well. But it's a little difficult. And, I, and if I'm really truthful, when I, when I pull up to um, a stoplight and I see somebody there with a sign, you know, maybe I don't always have the, the thoughts you'd hope a pastor would have in their head. Um, but there is one person that I have passed uh, a couple times this year, more than a few times at the Princeton exit, which is the exit I get off on to come to church here. His name is Rod. Some of you may have seen him if you get off at that same exit. Um, you know, we had our connected event this year, and I knew it was coming up, and I felt like I needed to say something. And so Rod was there at the exit, so I rolled down my window and said, hey, I introduced myself, he introduced himself, and I said, I don't know if you know or have heard because we put out some word in the unsheltered community that we're doing this event down at Exploria Stadium, and we'd love for you to, to be there. And he said, yeah, I've heard about that, but tell me a little bit more. So I told him a little bit more and invited him to be there and really honestly didn't think too much of it. We, um, we saw him at Exploria. I saw him at Exploria, greeted him, talked to him a little bit there. And, uh, and he'd actually started, he'd, he'd actually, Rod's come to church here a few times too in between. And so at Exploria, saw him, and then after that, I did not see him. I did not see him at the Princeton exit. I did not see him here at church for a couple weeks. And so a couple weeks after that, um, I did see him again. And so I rolled down my window to, to chat with him. And, uh, and, and he said, hey, uh, Ken, do you, do you, did you notice that I haven't been at church the last couple weeks since that event at Exploria? And I got to admit, uh, the first thought I thought was, oh, man, I hope you didn't have a bad experience. I, I, like, I, hope, I hope that that wasn't like a bad thing or something. That's what went through my head. And I said, yeah. And I had noticed. I had noticed that he hadn't been at, at church and I hadn't seen him. And I said, yeah, I did notice that. I said, everything okay? And he said, well, honestly, no. I've been in the hospital since then. And I was like really worried. I thought the food was pretty good there. So I was, I was really worried. And he said, no, no, no. He said, you, you need to understand what happened. He said, I, um, you know, you and several other of the people from your church invited me to come to that. And, uh, but the week before the event, I was having chest pain and I was having a bad cough. And so I went to an emergency room and uh, the doctor just looked at me really quickly and said, well, you just have a bad cough. Here's some cough medicine. And he said, doc, I think there's something more than that. And doc said, no, no, just here's the cough medicine. You know, go on. And he said, so um, I remembered that you all had told me that there was going to be some doctors at that event. And I thought to myself, I'm going to go there, and I'm going to, I'm going to go see if a doctor there can help me. And, uh, and so he did. He, he, he was at Exploria. He went in, and he saw uh, one of the medical providers that was there. And as those of you who are at the event know, um, our medical providers at that event were from the Muslim community. Um, and there are some wonderful Muslim doctors that were there. And they gave... Rod a very thorough checkup and they said 
it isn't just a cough. There's something more. You need to get to the hospital and you need to get looked at. And they wrote out a referral for him that said this man needs x-rays and he needs this and he needs to be taken care of. So Rod immediately went to the hospital and again was checked out. And the doctor saw the referral and this time they, they did the x-rays. And the doctor sat down with him after the x-rays and blood work were done and they said, Rod, we are glad you're here. You have two blood clots on your lung and another one on your knee. You know, we spent a lot of money on that event. We spent more than we planned on. And there's a part of me that was a little bit worried about it, Andrelene. <laughs> I know you were as well. But I want you to hear what Rod, what Rod says about this. It's, it's about a 10 second clip, so listen carefully because it's gonna, it's gonna move right along. He's a goodie man. I met some good people too. And um, that's what saved me. I went there to the stadium and the lady, you know, I told about my health. I had. For Rod, that event in his mind saved his life. And I cannot put a price tag on that. And to me, for me, when I think about what it means to arise, we did something different this year. Normally we do meet, worship, serve, we go to a bunch of different places and we tried something new this year. But we arose and tried something different. And it was what Rod needed. It was what Rod needed. And it was what a lot of other people needed as well. That's just one story. Just one. But when I think about this church, and I think about what our mission is to love people into a lifelong friendship with God, that's what it's about. It's not about just taking care of the people who show up here every week. It's about going outside the walls of the building that we meet in and being the church outside the walls. And I couldn't be prouder of whole life to be a part of this with you. So what I want to ask you today is I'd like you to reflect on this last year. How have you seen Jesus arise in your life in the life of whole life? How has Jesus called you to arise? That story might have prompted some ideas, but I wanna do a quick run through through the year that might help you with some other things that may prompt you, okay? Can we run through it really quick? I'm gonna to try to do this in less than four minutes, a whole year. Let's see if we can. So the first year, the first sermon of the year was called New Year, Same Jesus, remember that one? If you don't, go back and find it. Then we got into our Arise series. That's where we talked about our theme for the year. Then we moved to No Barriers. We wanted to get all the barriers out of the way that would keep anybody from coming to Jesus. Then we went to Arise to Love at Work, where we realized that sometimes people view the Ten Commandments as a barrier to God, but in fact, it's actually an open gate that helps us find God by being kind to each other and loving each other well. We then discovered that doubt is not necessarily a bad thing, that we can arise to doubt and still trust God. And we discovered that at our retreat with Peter Enns this last year, which was fantastic. Then we heard from you, the voices of whole life. We heard from uh, four different speakers that talked to us about, um, about their experience with arising. 
We then had some fun this summer as we arose to God on the big screen. We talked about how even in movies, we can find spiritual applications that can bring us closer to God. And we enjoyed having Dan Merchant here with us who made the movie, Lord Save Us From, Our Fo- from Your Followers. Um, then we uh, launched into a series of sermons called We Are Family, where we took, look, took a look at how God arises in our life through the different seasons of life, whether that's school or work or even retirement, maybe especially retirement. Tammy. Um, (laughs) I had to do it. Then we talked about there being a place at the table. We talked about communion. We talked about the fact that even Judas had a place at the table. It was only Judas who gave up his place at the table. Jesus didn't kick him out. He went because he chose to. And we said that here at Whole Life, everybody has a place at the table, period. If you don't want to be here, that's your choice. But if you want to be here, you have a place at the table. We also took some great questions from you. It was fun to preach on your questions, and I hope that uh, you'll have some more great ones for me next year, because this is one of those series we do every year. But during the middle of that, we had a little bit of a storm. Hurricane Ian came through, and we talked about what happens after the storm. And some of you in 2022, there's been a lot of storms in your life. There's been loss, there's been pain, there's been hurt. I had several people come up to me after first service and share the pain that they've been through in this year and the hurt that they've experienced. And we talked about what to do after the storm. This is one of those sermons that I've probably received the most feedback from out of all the sermons this year because so many people go through difficult times and they want to know what to do as they're coming out of those times. So if you didn't hear that sermon, you can go back and find it on our website. We then talked about what it means to worship. We discovered that worship was never meant to be safe, that the true act of worship is always going to be dangerous. And that's why here at Whole Life, we don't do worship the way that everybody else does it. We do it in the way that God's called us to do it because we know that worship is dangerous, that it requires more than just sitting in a seat. It requires living a life that reflects worship. Then we enjoyed Thanksgiving, arising to that and arising to Christmas. Those were our fi- that's uh, where we ended last year. You guys, do you remember the, uh, the church retreat? It's our uh, first one, full, really big packed one since uh, the pandemic. Just had a great turnout for that. And then our, our um, amazing block party, our barn party. I've never been to anything like this. Both of those events, my first time to go to. Very cool. Um, And what I loved about them is that they're not just for you. We actually invite people in our community in, and it's an event that I hear back uh, so many stories from people outside the walls of this church. We launched small groups this year. Um, About 200 of you have been involved in it, and I'd love to see more. I'd love to see us double this next year, because I believe in a church that has 1,200 members, the only way you're really going to connect with other people is if you're involved in a small group. Because if all you do is come and sit and hear during our worship service, I trust you'll be blessed, but you're never going to create connections with people. And that's what small groups can help you do. And so we're going to be launching small groups next Sabbath. We're going to have a book that I'd love for us all to read together, and I hope that you'll make a plan to be a part of it. We make it easy. There's ones that meet in person, and there's some that just meet online. For those of you who just, you know, life is hard to get out, so if you want to meet online, there's that option for you. Pathfinders uh, began again here at Whole Life, and thanks, Tomas, for your vision for making that happen. Uh, Adventures. Thank you, uh, 
thank you to the team that uh, has made adventures happen as well. By the way, over 70 Pathfinders, over 40 adventures. I mean, big clubs, awesome stuff. You guys remember that we've been having uh, quarterly uh, uh, nights of praise, nights of worship here. Um, and we usually will have an amazing concert followed by food. Um, it's been a time where people have really been able to connect with each other and really spend some time in praise. It's a great thing to invite your family and friends and anybody else to, and there's some pictures from that. The stadium event that I talked about, that was incredible. Over uh, 300, right around 300 unsheltered people that were served, over 200 volunteers that made that happen. And, uh, just a ton of uh, agencies from our, from our community that were involved with that. And you know, in that verse where we talked about the, the, the influential people will come, there were a lot of people in, in the Orlando community that heard about that event and know what we're doing are really enthusiastic about what Whole Life is doing. One of the other things that we think is important is that you know and can understand what's, what's happening. And so we launched a, an app that allows you, if you speak Portuguese or Russian, to be able to listen during second service to this whole service in your own language. Um, and it also, by the way, if you speak English, you can listen too, because it's in English, you can pick which language you want. And if, uh, if the service isn't loud enough for you, you can put on your noise canceling headphones and turn the volume up or down, depending on what you wanna do. We launched a new website. Uh, we updated our website, overhauled it. Same thing with our app. That was a huge thing that, uh, that I'm really grateful for. Another thing that we've changed around this year that I want you to be aware of is the way that we take your phone calls. Um, we have been using a, a calling service. So when you called, you get somebody who wasn't necessarily a part of Whole Life, but they would forward the phone call on to the person uh, at the church that was supposed to go to. Now, when you call the church, um, if you put in our name, it'll, it'll send you to the person cell phone. Um, so uh, we have a nice little app. Don't worry. We will let it go to voicemail if we're in a meeting. Um, but feel free to leave the voicemail and we will get back with you. It's just another way that we're trying to connect with you and making sure that as a pastoral team, we're here to support you as best we can. Our young adults uh, saw a, a transition that I was really honestly worried about. We lost an amazing uh, leader, Carla, who's done a fantastic job with them. But incredibly, through that transition and restructuring, they've grown. Um, and they're even more active than they were before. And they're doing some incredible things. Over the year, our attendance... Uh, let's go ahead and brag about uh, COVID makes our attendance increase look really good. We have 40% higher attendance this year than last year. We were closed for half of last year, okay? So, so let's, and we won't pat ourselves on the back too much for that. But what we will say is that we were open from uh, June through Christmas of last year. And when you compare the attendance of June through Christmas last year and June for Christmas this year, that's a 20% increase as well. And what's really special is that our church members are coming back for the big weekends, Easter, Christmas. Um, the numbers are almost identical to the 2019 uh, numbers. And so thank you. Thank you for being actively a part of this church, and we hope that you'll continue to, to, to grow with us as we do that. We also want to thank you uh, so far, year to date. Please don't uh, let us down. Um, but so far, year to date, our tithe and offerings are higher than they were last year at this time, um, and, and significantly so. 
And so we are grateful for you for that because um, the programs that we just talked about, the, the outreach in the community, that doesn't happen without your giving. And uh, what, one of the things I'll tell you is you're not going to hear a whole lot of sermons from me about why you need to give to this church because here's what I believe. If you think this church is doing something worthwhile in this community, then I'm asking you to give. If you don't think this church is doing anything worthwhile, then I'm absolutely not going to ask you to give a dime because why would you want to give to something that wasn't doing anything? You shouldn't give to something that isn't doing anything. But if you believe the whole life is making a difference, then I would ask you to, to prayerfully consider how God wants you to support that. And we appreciate the tithe because that's important, but we also need that church budget because that's what really runs this local church here. So we appreciate your faithfulness in all those things. Most importantly, this year we saw 15 baptisms in this church. Yeah. And we saw another 44 people transfer into this church, um, either as a transfer or by profession of faith, saying, hey, we, I believe the same thing you all believe, and I want to be a part of the whole life church. So we're really grateful for each one of those things. So I've shared my story. I've shared the big picture of this year with you. I've shared one of the stories that was close to my heart. And now what I want to do is invite our worship team to come up because they're going to go ahead and sing a song. But while they're singing that song, I want you to reflect on these three questions because after the song is over, we're going to give you an opportunity to share in 60, really 30 seconds or less. We might let you go to 60. How have you seen God arise this year? How have you seen him arise in your life? How has he asked you to arise? How has God done that? So what were the three best things about 2022 for you? What were the three worst things about 2022? And then finally, that question that I would like for you to help me with. How did God arise in your life in 2022? So now it's your turn. I have uh, Stanley and I have Tammy um, who are going to uh, be able to take what you want to share with us today about how you've seen God arise this year in your life, the life of Whole Life Church. And one of the added things that Stanley is doing, he's doing double duty because he's also watching what's coming in online. And we actually gave all the people who listen to our podcast a heads up that we we're going to ask this question and told them that we'd love for them to respond. And we actually had several that responded. And Stanley, I think you have one of those. Yes. Um, I'm going to read a response from Mariana, who's here today. So maybe she should come up. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, but this is what she wrote. Um, the year 2022 has been a hard one to arise. That's actually an understatement. My dad has been hospitalized nine times this year. And with each hospitalization, the fear of the unknown and what now suffocated our family. The simple fact that he's alive and healing is a, is a miracle, as we thought multiple times he would not make it. And then, amidst this confusion and uncertainty, we lost our beloved puppy in a tragic accident. That's, yeah, it's, um, talk about a rising to grief. Experiencing loss is something that everyone goes through, but it's nearly impossible to prepare for. I found respite in my beloved Stephen Minister, in this time of grief, she's been more than a blessing in my life. I've also felt the love of my church family through the financial support my parents received. I found this theme of Arise very apt for this past year because you can only arise if you've been down in the ashes. This has inspired me to shake the dust, wipe my tears, and keep pushing it ahead. I believe it's not about arising alone, but rather arising together. 
arm's length as we strengthen each other. Thank you, Lord, for giving me a church that not only equips me, but supports me to arise, especially in the time of sorrow and grief. Thank you, Mariana. Awesome. Thank you. So we'd love to have you share. I'm just going to ask you to remember that uh, when they hold the microphone out for you, they're going to keep holding on to it so they can take it back. We'll just be honest. So they can take it back if they need to. But we're going to ask you to, um, to as much as you can, keep your thoughts about 30 seconds. We'd like to get as many people in as, as are wanting to share. So if you have something you'd like to share, just raise your hand high. And Tammy or Stanley will come and find you. We have a gentleman right over here. So we're asking you, how have you seen God arise this year? How have you seen God arise this year? I'm asking number two. I'm asking number two. Oh, the worst things. question number two. Okay. Okay. So the three worst things were the Russian and Ukrainian war, the the coronavirus still being a thing, and the Hurricane Ian and Nicole. Those were definitely bad things. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. We can all agree on that, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, I thought so. All right, we have one over here. When the year started, we weren't sure if we were going to be in Florida by today. Um, there were some situations calling us elsewhere. Um, but uh, we all pray that if God had a purpose for us in here, in this place, that he would open up. And um, he really made the impossible. He opened up ways where there was no way. And I felt like I was um, at a point of giving up, but God just opened up ways, and we're just so glad that we're here, part of this family. We are glad that God arose and kept you here. We love that. We have one from online. We have one from online here. Trefina wrote, uh, God has arose in me through prayer ministry. I have prayed more than ever this year for people I know and people I don't know, sheltered and unsheltered despite my own personal challenges. God shows up in amazing ways through prayer, and I am looking forward to a 2023 filled with prayer and a few more prayer warriors in whole life. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Another one over here. Jesus was with me. Thank you so much. Jesus was with her. I'm sorry? Jesus was with her. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Stand up. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Um, Hello. I'm kind of new to this church. My name is Miguel. And my family moved down here in the beginning of the year, but I go to a boarding school in Pennsylvania. And let's just say, I was like, in the beginning of the year, I was like really depressed. Like I was just doing bad in school. I had no friends. I was just like alone. And I, was, I really didn't see God at all. And I ran away from school. I broke my hand. There's a lot of stuff happened. And over the summer in this church and like with my family, like I really learned a lot of stuff. And I got back to that school as the leadership member. I got scholarships. I have good grades now. I think it's all thanks to God that this is happening. Amen. Amen. Is that Nashville Tim? (laughs) It is Nashville Tim. (laughs) Yes, it is. I just received a text yesterday from a buddy of mine in New Orleans, a Muslim friend. And the text said, Tim, I know why God put you into my life. uh, Because I knew I'd need a, he knew I would need a friend one day. And he said, this is one day. 
And he said, my son just died suddenly. And I talked with him a little bit and gave him hopefully encouragement and love. And I just want the family here to pray for him and his wife and also for me and Melanie on how to reach out to them and how to love them more. Awesome. Yeah. Anybody else want to share how you've seen God arise this year at whole life or in your own personal life? Don't want to leave anyone out. I have one right there in the back. Yep. Hello, my name is Jessica. Um, me and my husband moved here in May of this year. Um, the beginning of the year was very rough for us. We were in between jobs, and every time I would get a job, something comes up and, you know, it gets taken away. Uh, I just want to thank God for opening a door for us because my job is literally across the street. Um, I got a job at Advent Health in May when... Um, this was literally God that gave us, gave me this job. And my husband, when we moved here, he didn't even have a job. So recently, um, he was able to get a job and we are so thankful that God, um, always blesses, blesses us no matter, um, our shortcomings. And my nephew is also here with us. So I just want to thank God for our family and we've, come to this church a couple times so I just want to thank you guys for you know always praying and um welcoming us hi Leo <laughs> we're glad you're a part of the family yeah Stanley I think uh I was told you have another online one do you have another online oh, I do oh, oop, I'm so, so sorry let's, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up with that one all right, I'm, I'll try to go somewhere where the uh, camera can see me. Oh, um, there's actually two, but I'll choose one. Um, hold on, let me find that one. There, um, there's something to be said about faith through intense tragedy, and we got a comment earlier. Hold on, sorry, I lost it. it was, it's actually from first service, but we just felt like we needed to talk about it now. Um, and it's from Diane uh, Evans, and she says, I'm holding on to his promises in my sorrow of losing my beloved husband, Kevin, two weeks ago. And I just think faith through something that traumatic is, is powerful. Yeah. Thank you all for sharing. I really appreciate it. Um, we all have stories, don't we? All of us have experienced things this last year. Some of you, it's pretty intense and it's not something you'd feel comfortable sharing in a large group of people. But what I want to invite you to do is go home. And when you go home, I'd invite you to talk with the people around you. If you don't, if you're going home, give somebody a call that, that's meaningful in your life. But sit down and chat with them about how you've seen God arise in your life this year. What I've noticed is even through the worst things, maybe especially from the worst things, 
I see God arise. And I see him do incredible things. Family, we've been, we've been through quite a bit here at Whole Life Church. We've gone through a pandemic. We've gone through the transition of, of Pastor Andy, who's here for 37 years. We've gone through a number of staff who have come to other places and in, in seasons in their life where they've transitioned and new staff coming in. This church has gone through a lot. We've had people that we care about who have gone through incredible medical experiences this last year. And yet through it all, I have experienced Jesus with you. Because together as the body of Christ, we can see Jesus every day. We can see him arising to support us through those difficult times. We can also enjoy the good times together as well. Um, I will, you know, for me, the church retreat, the, uh, the barn party, potlucks, different things, those are joyous things in my mind. Those are, those are really good things that have happened this last year. And I'm seeing God do something special here. And what I want you to know is you're a part of something incredible. Being here at Whole Life, you're a part of something incredible because God has only begun to scratch the surface of what he's planning on doing. This church is about to do some incredible things. And you are going to be what makes that happen because God is arising through you. Thank you for being a part of that this year. I look forward to introducing next year's theme to you next week. It's going to be a, a great one. I'm super excited about that. Um, but before we do that, there's something that I do need you to do for me. I need a favor from you. Um, we have created a, uh, a survey that we need you to take. Um, there's a QR code that you can go to. You can also just type in that web address. You can take a picture of it if you don't want to do it right now. And if you don't like doing the online surveys and you don't mind making myself and Jasenia type in your answers, we can do that too because we've got hard copies in the back that you can fill out. There's a, a box in the center of the lobby that you can put that completed survey in. So what are we, what are we surveying you about? Well, it's about our mission. Uh, we want to know some information that will help us know how we're doing as a pastoral team when it comes to meeting the mission of this church. Uh, it's going to ask you some questions like, do you attend, how much do you attend in person? How much do you attend online? Um, it's going to ask you whether you feel loved here at Whole Life. It's going to ask you whether you feel comfortable inviting your friends to come to Whole Life. These are all things that matter a lot. And so you'd be doing me a huge favor if you'd fill that survey out. And uh, just once will be fine. It's anonymous. We're not taking your information. So you do not, we're not going to be correlating who said what. We're just wanting to get the aggregate there. So we'd really appreciate it if you'd take the time to fill it out. It'll take you less than five minutes to do. Um, unless Unless, uh, yeah, I guess it could take you a little longer depending on your reading speed, but for most people, I'd say it'll take five minutes or less to do, all right? Um, so, hope you will fill that out. If you, like I said, there's the online version, and then there's a hard copy outside when you leave that we'd love for you to fill out. Let's go ahead and uh, bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you so much for the year that's been 2022. We thank you for the good things that have happened this year, and we thank you for the bad things that happened this year, because all of them have taught us something about you. All of them have given us the opportunity to know you in bigger and more important ways. 
Heavenly Father, we just pray that you would give us a great new year. We pray that this church would continue to grow and to shine and to be a light in a very, very dark world. We pray in your name. Amen. I love you, family. Go love your world and have a great new year. Stay safe tonight, all right? Hi, this is Randy McGray, podcast producer and host here at Whole Life Church. Loving people into a lifelong friendship with God is our mission at the Whole Life Church, and our podcasts are designed to help facilitate conversations that help us grow together in that pursuit. Now that you've heard the message for this week, don't forget to check out the Whole Life Takeaways for this message. Swipe up in today's show notes and join the conversation. Speaking of conversations, each Wednesday morning we take a closer look at the week's message. That's right, the one you just listened to. We discuss practical ways to apply spiritual lessons and ask honest questions about the issues we face as Christians, all focused through the lens of grace. Your voice is a welcomed addition to that conversation. We encourage your thoughts and your questions by sending a voicemail or text to 407-965-1607 or send an email to podcast at wholelife.church. You can find everything podcast-related on our website, wholelife.church slash podcast. And plan on spending every Tuesday evening and Wednesday morning with us as we bring you the Whole Life Church inspiration you love straight into your headphones. Thanks for listening, and have a great week.